Welcome to my mindset series. Um, my name is Pata Dapo, and we're going to talk about how the right mindset every woman needs to know. Now, first of all, I'll give you a bit of information about what is a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. The way we think about learning can change the way we do it. Now, there are two mindsets that we all know, and one is the growth mindset, and the other one is the fixed mindset. The growth mindset believe that skills are built while we are in control of them. Example is you can learn and grow and be better every day. We also have the fixed mindset. They all believe that skills are something you are born with. You cannot really change them. Now, our mindsets can impact our actions. When you can believe it, you take action and you grow in the process. A growth mindset is not a magic pill, no. You must do the work. It will take time. It will take practice. You will make mistakes, but keep on trying until you get it. Now, today to discuss this topic with me, I have um, some guests. First of all, I'd like to welcome Dr. Mrs. Precious Omoruwa. I hope I got that pronunciation well. Dr. Precious, are you with us? Yes, I'm with you. You got it quite right. Good evening, okay. everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining in. While we are waiting for others to join in, I think we just go straight right um, to our discussion for the day. Now, Dr. Precious, can you give us, um, can you enlighten us about having, how the mindset medically, let's talk about mindset, first of all, how does the brain grow? We hear that the brain is a muscle. Can you explain that to us for a little bit? Thank you very much. Well, I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't say medically because like you know, I am not a, a medical doctor. I'm an academic. Okay. But that doesn't uh, prevent me from uh, knowing one or two things about the brain as it connects to our reasoning faculty. In fact, it's the engine house permits me to use that language of uh, every human. But like we all know, there are a lot of things that are associated with it. Especially, I want to limit my talk to um, my gender, the feminine gender. There are a lot of things that are associated with our growth and our thought patterns as it affects our brain. And that is why the environment a child grows in, the activities uh, revolving around the child are very, very important because they are the formative or rather I would say the foundational uh, input into the brain of that child that uh, coordinate the activities of that child for life, except there is a, a, a transformation as time goes on. That like uh, scholars will always say that a child at death, the, the brain is a tabula plaza. Uh, we are, it's like a blank slate. Life right into it um, things, issues, a lot of things. That's why I said where that child grow up, the activities revolving around that child from the basis it is the brain function that the child is. Um, Dr. Precious, your volume is low. We can't hear you anymore. 
Uh oh, can you hear me now? Yes, we can hear you now. Yes. Uh oh, Thank you. so it is well. Okay, I'll have to repeat all I have. No, just no, said. no. You, we were hearing you at some point. Okay, um, okay. So you can continue, please. Okay, I only asked permission to pause for a while while okay. um, more questions will uh, unfold. A lot of things we need to know about the brain. Okay. Now, um, the reason I started this uh, mindset series is that um, most people feel they have a growth mindset, but they've allowed their fixed mindset to affect their decisions. And everybody feels that women, we, we, we have a problem. We can't work with each other. We can't um, work as a team. Now, why do we feel that women actually fight each other when we are supposed to be um, working together and doing things well? If a growth mindset says that we learn every day. Now, what, why I'm saying this is that someone, there are some people out there who will take the time to read, practice and get better and do something new. And there are other people who will criticize her for, for standing out. Now, this is the part of the mindset we need to talk to women about, you know. Instead of criticizing what someone has done or achieved, why don't we learn to get better ourselves? So why do we have that mindset as women? Why do women actually see someone progressing and instead of them to learn and know how to get better, they keep on fighting that person who has spent time, hard work, practice to grow. So what's going on with the women? Thank you very much, Ma. You see, all of these are part of our formative years, the early growth stage. I, I want to deeply, first of all, appreciate you for this topic because it's something I have been advocating for for quite some time now. That I've uh, held some uh, series of seminars on this. Why do I say so? I am, by the grace of God, I am a lecturer in a higher institution. And I have found out over the years, having lectured for 22 good years now, that whenever we have new sets of students resuming, you know, for the first time, I have observed this again and again and again. When any of the students have reason to come to your office to see you, I'm talking about the female gender now, they have reason okay. to come to the office to see you. You see, there is this hesitance and reluctance when they get to front of your office and they discover that the person they are coming to meet is a lady. Most especially those years I served as a head of department is really very uh, um, sickening. It's heartbreaking. I, I, I tell you, they, you see them at the entrance trying to like, hey, wait, enter. No, wait now, wait, wait now, you know? This hesitance, I'm already used to it. I wait for them. By the time they eventually summon courage and enter, I made a resolve. I don't ever allow them to leave my office the same way that they have entered. Why? Because of the various encounters they have had with the, the, the female gender over the years. We are always unnecessarily harsh. We are always unnecessarily, you know, I wouldn't want to just say nosy, but we, we frighten our gender so much so that they are more comfortable with the male uh, gender than us. So by the time they eventually enter and I make them understand that I saw them, I saw their hesitance and why, by the time you make them relax, they tell you a lot of things and it pricks my heart so much so like, wow, no now. Uh -uh. I'll tell them because in my office up there, there's a huge uh, frame of my picture and my advocacy for the girl child. I'll take them that, look up, look up that picture. What do you see? They will see it's preferred foundation for the girl child. I say, okay, fine. I said, you are my priority as I'm here now. 
we have to work on ourselves to change this 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 um, uh, negative mindset about each other that we can only help each other grow if we create room for one another by the time i finish talking with them you find out that they will be more relaxed the next time they want to come and you will even have opportunity to help solve many problems for them that they would have carried to the male gender and even end up being uh, sexually harassed now Sorry that I, I have not answered your question directly. Let me come to answering the questions now. Now, what is the primary reason? One of the primary reasons I will say here is this. Most of us grew up in polygamous homes. And of course, once you hear that in polygamous, the, 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 the unique characteristics of polygamous homes is competition. And this competition is within the wives. And the wives' competition, competition always rubs off on the children and so you find that this beefing mothers beefing each other at the end of the day is always transferred to the children most especially the girl child the boys hardly had issues they hardly have issues even being part of the quarrel but the ladies i don't know maybe this um, affinity to the, their mother become part of the issue that doesn't even consign them and then we carry it on that's one. Then secondly, another primary reason ladies behave the way we behave too. You see, the society has not really encouraged us to, to grow. The society has not encouraged us to rise to prominence. And because of that, every woman who is on the go, either career-wise or business-wise that is about rising, is always you know, building a very tough resistance about her because of anticipated fear of being uh, opposed, most especially by the opposite sex. So you just see this wall of defense that is built by these women, ensuring that they're uh, here. Yes, I say this because I have served, you know, in my office in that uh, leadership capacity for some years now. And if you are not careful as a lady, you 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 will just find out you will think that everybody hates you, but no, they all want the best from you. And fear of also, you know, there are many men that don't really believe in women leadership. So the antagonism will definitely come from them. But the maturity you display, the motherly nature in you coming to play, we make many of them bow at the end of the day and like give it to you that ah, this won't try. But many of us, we are not ready to exhibit those traits. We just build this wall of resistance and defense around ourselves like anybody coming to talk anyhow here. And it rubs off on everybody, both the male and the female around. So I think... Those are primary factors. Women actually behave the way we behave. I hope I've not spoken for too long. <laughs> no, you haven't. You actually um, got every point that I had in mind. Now, um, some weeks back, I was privileged to talk to young children. And mm -hmm. this, I was teaching them about growth and fixed mindset. Now, in the process, I put up a video for them so that because I, I found that, that children learn faster with visuals. Because I remember when I was little, I, I watched the sound of music. Till mm. now as an adult, I still remember the sound of music. So that mm. talks to me that what you see, what you watch is always registered for a long time. Mm. So these children were privileged. They watched the video. Now the video went like this. Um, there was a teacher who came to the class and said it was going to be a career kind of day. And mm. that she was going to teach the children carpentry and cookery. Now, those of you who want to learn carpentry, go this way. Those who want to learn cookery, go this way. So there was a girl actually going to carpentry. And the teacher said, no, 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 no. Carpentry is for boys and girls are meant to be in the kitchen. 
you know you can imagine the mindset of the way we are bringing our girls and the girl initially she didn't want to be um, disrespectful she went to stand by the cookery side but eventually she changed the mindset of the teacher that see i can do anything i put my mind to do if i'm good in carpentry let me be there you know so how do we now change the mindset of our children who have been um how would I put this now? They've just been structured to believe females are not allowed to do certain things. Males are, are like they said, it's a man's world. Hmm. So because it's a man's world, a woman is subjected to anything. Hmm. A woman cannot speak when she wants to speak up, when she needs to speak up. You know, hmm. just like you said, these women really want to come, come out and do something. Some of them have gone into um, research but nobody wants to listen to the woman, okay? So how do we change the mindset of our girls that don't always feel relegated to the background when it comes to, oh, this is for men and this is for girls. So how do we change the mindset of our girls? Top on the list is living exemplary life. These girls around me, like I keep telling them, whoever cares to listen that. The privilege I have to lecture in a higher institution is not primarily to make money, but to fulfill the vision and assignment God has placed in my hand. How? Impacting the girl child positively. Now, one of the quickest ways of being a huge influence in the life of anybody is living an exemplary life. If you live an exemplary life, your message will be easier pushed. Why do I say this? Now, I, I, I am the first uh, female head of department. That is for my department. I happen to be the first HOD. And a lot of persons felt like mm, after a year, two years, maybe she'll be out and someone gets in there. But God has helped me to prove a point. And I want to let you know that I have stayed there for eight years. Eight good years. These eight years, no external person has been able to come in to settle issues between myself and my colleagues who are primarily males. They are all males. The only female I had with me has left the country. I'm the only female there. And I've been able to, to carve a niche for myself. Why? Because I have a message to pass across. Now, if you live an exemplary life, the message is easier preached, like I mentioned before. When Assignments that are carried out by men. When you see a young lady trying her hands on these assignments, the onus rest on us. Bible said the elderly should what teach the younger ones. The onus rest on us to give these young ones all the encouragement that they need. Most especially in a higher institution, because <laughs> that is where basic things are learned. Basic things are learned. Parents, I've seen parents getting angry with their children because of vigorous. Uh, sporting activities maybe like going to play ball or something that requires plenty of uh, um plenty of energy you know depriving them of such things then i tell them no leave her allow her and by the time such parents see video clips or pictures of girls that have excelled in those areas they have no option than to let them be my parents too that's why i also want to mention here that parents have a huge role to play in this i'm the eldest the eldest of, I mean, not, I'm talking about the eldest girl. I'm the overall eldest, my, uh, my parents' children. And God helped me to live an exemplary life. So as I am here now, there is no cultural 
a, a limitation that we say, and she's a girl, she should stay out first. Let's hold meeting. Ah, without my voice being heard. Why? Because I have been able to carve a niche for myself. I've been able to do all that they have not been able to. Maybe the only thing is that they have made more money than myself. But when you talk about progression, academic progression, not living a yeah, yeah, yeah life, they, they have high level respect for me. So my parents were able to encourage me, give me the necessary push I push, not limiting me to the background like, no, no, you know, she's a female and let the males come forward. No, for me to take my place, I did. And today, here I am. So our parents to have a huge role to play, most especially so those parents that will be having, so, you know, females, female, female, and the anticipation of a male child makes them even ignore the guidance that they're supposed to give to these female children that's have already been delivered for them in the house. They neglect them looking forward to a male child that may even end up becoming an agbero tomorrow. So parents have a role to play. Teachers have a role to play. The society have a role to play. You and I living an exemplary life, being an example of what we want them to be. That is, that is I think that's my take for now. Thank you so much. While you were talking, I just remembered an experience um, I had. Um, most women, not really, not because they really want to have a fixed mindset, but sometimes it just comes up. But when it comes up, if we are quick to take the growth mindset and say, no, I won't let fear stop me. Mm. The experience I was going to share was the, la- the first time I met you at Gilly. And um, when I walked in, I saw a lot of people, you know, I used to give talk, but when I walked in and I sat down, I wasn't expecting to be called on first. So I was like, I wanted other people to speak, then maybe I'll come on maybe third or fourth. But when they called me up (laughs) the first time, wow, I was actually scared. If you notice, I was reading a script. Then when I kind of told myself, relax, relax, I kept the script where I started talking, you know? So in every woman or everybody sometimes fear comes in that is where the fixed mind but the moment that fear comes in tell yourself let me try let me give it a try yes i remember thomas edison i read up thomas edison he made a thousand attempts to create the light bulb a thousand you know, so a lot of people, they try one thing, two things. They, they just say, oh, this is not working for me. Like, for instance, I'm, a, I'm an etiquette consultant. And when I started this etiquette drive, it's, it's still not easy. I remember when I went to speak to an uncle, I won't call his name, and told him that um, I wanted him to discuss with the state government about taking up this etiquette um, with, with the public schools. You know what he said to me? He said, my dear... Um, leave all this etiquette thing. Why don't you try? Just go and get a shop. Think of a business you want to do. I will, oh I will show you. So you can imagine that that wow. is where they that is where they place my value. Mm. That bother yourself about all these things, you know. So it's it's so terrible. So now we know that the fixed mindset is always there to scare us, mm. to tell us mm. we're not good enough, to tell us that your status, where your status is. You cannot even get up there. Like there are things I am hoping I will achieve before the end of this year. And sometimes there's this fixed mindset that tells me, who do you know? Mm. You're where you are right now, you can't achieve it. Well, I just keep on going. That's when people tell me you are a strong woman. It's not about being a strong woman. It's about mm. having the right mindset, mindset. the yes. growth mindset. Anybody can say I can do it. 
those who have gotten up there, they are not different from us. They mm. are just as human as we are. Mm. Now, let's talk about those women who just give up. They just feel this fixed mindset. I think I should just oh. leave it for some other person. They, are, they oh. don't like challenges. They run away. Mm-hmm. Then when they run away and someone gives it a go, they start fighting. So how do we encourage women who give up easily in their career, in their marriage, in, in amongst their siblings? You know, sometimes some siblings make other people feel um, you're not, we are not worth it. So mm. how can that kind of person strive in an environment where you are surrounded with fixed mindsets? See, Emma, honestly speaking, eh, this uh, fear is in everybody. It depends on the attention you actually give to it. Now, before I come to this issue of fear, permit me to say this. Many of our persons, most especially from this, this uh, Niger Delta area, I have observed that we don't really have this mentorship attitude. We don't have it. Every one of us wants to be our own boss. Unlike what is obtainable in the East, where before you venture into any trade, you have to, you know, you learn it like a school so that the nitty gritties and the, all the foundational knowledge that you need to help that business grow, you acquire it before you kick off on your own. I think the same thing applies to, you know, our day-to-day lifestyle. Many of us, we don't have mentors. Many of us, we don't even attend seminars. I, I wonder how many persons are actually hooked up with this beautiful program that is going on. I mean, this um, um, Zoom a seminar that is ongoing right now. Many of us, we see attending seminars, workshops as waste of time, except it is tied to the church where you are compelled to come or is tied to the office where you are compelled to go. But I tell you the truth, attending seminars, workshop, we go a long way. We go a long way and then healthy mentorship. Seminars will help you hear the stories of others and how they have eh, strived. The huge amount of respect I have for you today is based on the encounter I had with you and the seminar you presented. You've not known me any day, but our path crossed that particular day. And thank God we are meeting today again now online. What am I trying to say? You need to learn from somebody. You have to learn from somebody or a group of persons. I have my mentors. I have role models. There is, see, anywhere, anytime I hear Joyce Mayer, I stop whatever I'm doing and I listen. I have her books loaded in my house and in my office. If you get to my office, the shelf in my office, you will wonder whether I'm actually a lecturer of a science or I am a, a motivational speaker because I have her books plus so many other books on the shelf. I can't reach her, but I reach her through her messages and her books that I read. Many of us are not like that. We just build ourselves on the measure of knowledge that we have and we forge ahead. That way, when you are about fainting, that way, when you're about giving up, when you meet challenges that are like staring you in the face, asking you questions like, what do you even think you are doing? No one to even charge you up. No one to even talk to. I have a mentor in town here, a male for that matter, unpopular Dr. Charles Sapoki. Dr. Charles Sapoki, if I put a call through to him now that, daddy, please, I need to see you. He knows that there is a probing issue I want to discuss with him. He will give me an appointment immediately. 
and give me audience. I go there, I discuss with him, and he will honestly tell me, you know, with all honesty, where I'm doing where and where I am messing. Many of our young persons, limiting myself to the uh, female gender now, we don't have mentors, we don't have role models, we don't attend workshops and seminars. So how do we grow? How do we get rid of fear? Then secondly too, sorry that I'm saying this thing, stop staying around the environments that will not help you grow. There are places like you said, that uncle told you that this is what you should be doing. Meanwhile, you knew very well what you were pursuing. And then you will not give up. If you have given up, maybe today, me and you will not be, we will not even meet self. We will not meet. So stay around places where you grow. Stay around people that will help you grow. Stay around the environment that will magnify, you know, the blessings of God upon your life. That assignment that you have been given. I don't know if I'm actually hitting the point the way you want it, but I think our environment matters in our growth mindset. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I'll take on the last, what you just said about staying with the right um, people, you know, and when that happens, you now see those people that you were, like you grew up with thinking, oh, she's now a snob. It has happened to me several times. I have I have left behind a lot of people I grew up with mm-hmm. and friends I kept company with because I just realized that we're not on the same page. Yes. And when you're not on the same page, no, you cannot achieve anything. Mm-hmm. If you let yourself just say, oh, because of emotions, you, you find out that you are drawing towards their fixed mindset. So, mm. you, you, so now what I do, I just, I just spend more time with those who we can relate when I'm talking, I don't, I'm not scared. I'm going to offend you. I am mm-hmm. expecting that you will understand and ask me questions. Now, Ooh. one thing women don't do is that they don't wait to understand when someone is talking. They just jump into conclusions. Mm. You know, if you're confused about something, ask, why did you say this? I want to understand more, but they always quick to jump into conclusions and feel, Oh, you're looking. No, it's not. A, I am learning every day. Mm. I'm learning every day. Why did I start this series? This um, this new term for all the schools I, I mentor, we started the Growth and Fixed Mindset series. And when I started with the children, one of the teachers now said, Auntie, you're really making a lot of sense. Most adults need this thing you're doing. It's not just for children. That was when I thought about, okay, let me do a series on this mindset so that we can read. Because some adults just tell you, oh, I." when you tell them about a growth mindset, I have a growth mindset. But when you talk to them more, you now see them arguing about mm. things we don't i don't argue i ask questions to know i don't nobody knows it all mm. nobody knows it all i am mm. more likely I, I most likely i want to learn i want to understand what's going on then i can now say something about it but when you don't learn when you don't research when you don't ask questions most people that don't ask questions they are very arrogant and they are arrogant in their stupidity <laughs> Oh, I, I, I apologize for using that word, but their the arrogance seems so stupid because you don't want to know, you mm. don't want to take time to understand. You are mm. angry and you get very, um, you just, you always find, oh, let me, I, I have a word for that. It says that those who are determined to be offended will discover a provocation somewhere. Mm. They always look for a provocation somewhere when what you are saying to them has no link. Sorry to sorry to cut you in. Do you know that 
at the first time I got this um, um, assignment that God has given me on the girl child. So there was one of our pastors one time I met. He, I think he was asking about the, the assignment then. You know, so many of them, like, you're just spending money on something and you're like, you're not gaining anything. And you see it, I say, yes. I, I think um, with time, God knows how he will pay me. Do you know the question he asked? He said, can I tell him how I got the assignment? That don't you think is your mind that is telling you? You know, there's a way he said it in such a way as, you, you see, somebody comes and tells you, ah, this is what I want to do. I'm not saying you must agree with me. But like you said now, ask questions that will even, the questions you ask will even help the person have even a renewed mindset, a, you know, will even help the person rechannel her energy properly in that same, that same assignment. But you know, the way he asked me that, I don't forget it still dates. It was like me biting more than I can chew. But today when he hears me in Quest FM, I'm talking, you know, he sees my posters in town with programs with school children here and there. You know, I wonder how he feels now. Sorry that I had to cut you in. But what you said naturally strike a chord. They won't encourage you. You just want to kill that passion. Yes, yes. Um, Dr. Precious, have you heard about Maya Angelou? Maya Angelou, yes, yes. Okay. Um, I would like to share, um, the meeting might end anytime in the next 10 minutes. So let's quickly round up. I'll, I'll share, there's this part, there's this poem she wrote and I love it. Still I rise. Mm -hmm. Let me read okay. a little bit about, um, from it. You may okay. shoot me with your words. Mm. You may cut me with your eyes. You may kill me with your hatefulness, but mm -hmm. still like air, I rise. Mm -hmm. The reason I took that quote is because no matter how discouraging people around you can make mm. you feel worthless, mm. um, waste of time, um, nobody will listen to you. Keep on rising. Mm. That's the message we are sending to every woman today. Mm. That don't bother about who doesn't believe in you, who talks mm. down on you, who writes, who writes you off. There might be a gang of, but that is why you stand out. That is why the word stand out is there. You use it. You be it. So I love Maya Angelou, still I rise. Because yeah, for right. everything I have been through in life, people have looked down on me. People have, oh. have removed me as in, of no, she's not of no importance. I tell myself, still I will rise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is what we are sending to every woman out there that whatever you go through in life mm. you must rise above it mm. you must learn you must struggle to mm. learn and learn something new every day become mm. something unique you can we can be bigger than Maya Angelou learn like you said mentorship Maya yeah. Angelou mentored me while she was alive even in death mm. I still read her books wow so um, thank you, Dr. Precious, for your time. We had invited some other people, but okay. too bad maybe they couldn't join us. They have a busy schedule, but that's okay. fine. What we have done today is really uh, mind-blowing, and I appreciate you for your time. And um, I hope this helps women out there when they listen to it. Thank you so much. I'm really very grateful for this unique opportunity. I'm so grateful, ma'am. You're welcome. You're welcome. I hope we, um, this is a series I just started. This is the first episode. The okay. second episode is going to be with men. Um, I'm going to invite um, 
men to talk about men and their mindset. Then the third one I might bring you in again, which will be on the third week, is about mindset in marriage. How do couples who have different mindsets, how do they survive? Mm. I was um, I was a victim of such um, things and it just didn't work out. When someone mm. has a growth mindset and a fixed mindset and you try and the fixed mindset refuses to move, it doesn't work out. But some people do. So we mm. want to find out how does this really work in marriage when both people have, both couples, uh, or oh, sorry, both spouses have different mm. mindsets. So probably I will invite you on the third week so that we can talk about this. But we're going to invite more people, couples, older people so that we can learn from them thank you so much ma'am i'm okay with that very okay okay so thank you so much for your time um i really appreciate you thank you so much and have a lovely day god bless you have a fruitful week new week begins you tomorrow too. so have a very fruitful yes week. yes all right bye all right thank you bye-bye yeah